whatever. It's just that hustle. I don't know. I just, I, I wanted it so bad and this is probably going to come across as a little crappy and I really don't mean for it to, but I will always get what I want. And it's not because I have the money to do it or anything like that. It's because I, I want it and I'm hungry and I will work as hard as I possibly can to make the end outcome that I need for my life. Are you, yeah. ready to, you ready to go? Absolutely. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Two for Us podcast, a.k.a. the number one podcast in Winnipeg, where we document the rise of starting with Winnipeg's talent and personalities. I said it before, I'll say it again. We're trying to beat our city in subscribers, so subscribe to the channel. <laughs> if you find anything valuable from this content, uh, hit the subscribe button. Let's, Introduce the guest. Let's bring on our guest for today. <laughs> She's a radio host for Energy 106 in the mornings. She's a social media personality and much more. Here to talk about our journey. Please welcome Jasmine. Hey. Let's go, baby. Woo! Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. How was that intro? It was, you know what? It was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, not, not. I'd rate you for sure like a 4.5 on Yelp. So, oh, okay. yeah, you're doing good. Oh, Yelp's out of five? Yeah. Yelp's out of five? Yeah. Oh, let's 4. go. 4.5, it's good. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, it's not uh, bad. She had my heart beating for a second. I was like, man, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, crap. I'm like, oh, great. Learn from the expert, <laughs> you know? You're a host of Energy 106. Yeah. In the morning. Yeah, going on. Oh my goodness, we are, we're hitting our two-year milestone. Uh, wow. I believe the date is Wednesday of next week. Two years? Yeah. That's, that's surprising because we also are hitting our two, two years. years. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> this is our 100th episode. Well, yeah. I guess we just became best friends. Let's so. go. Let's go. <laughs> wow, that's interesting to hear. Let's, where do we start then? Where do we start? Do we go back... So let's go back to your l starting in radio days. Yeah. Uh, so I've been in the industry for going on nine years now, which is pretty incredible wow. because I'm 26. Let's go. Um, but I actually started when I was in high school. It's, it's so bizarre how I got into the industry and so uncommon. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I count my blessings every day because I can't even believe that I've made it to where I am at such a young age. Like I, I had a couple milestones in my career. I remember I wanted to win an award. I wanted to be on a billboard and I wanted to do morning radio. And um, last year we completed all of those things. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I can quit now because <laughs> I've done everything so I can retire and become a donut dipper at Tim Hortons <laughs> like my heart's always wanted to do. Um, but yeah, it's really bizarre because initially I was in school and I had kind of done everything to set myself up because I really wanted to be an English teacher. So mm -hmm. even with that, my passion has always been writing, speaking. And uh, having said that, I still use autocorrect all the time and still screw things up. <laughs> but um, so for me to be in radio, it's kind of like, oh, that's it's one of those things sometimes where you have a passion and then yeah. where it takes you is like, I never thought about that being a job, but here we are. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, when I was in high school, I had everything set up. I wanted to be this teacher had everything done at U of M. I, that was my game plan. And funny enough, full circle moment, I had seen, because Energy 106 as a station has been around for 10-ish, 10-plus years now. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had a float at the Santa Claus Day Parade down Portage okay. of uh, all the hosts at Energy 106 at the time. And I was sitting in line, wa watching the things, grabbing my free candy canes, and I saw this Energy 106 float. And I was like, that looks like the funnest job ever. There was yeah. these two hosts. Um, Jenna Khan was one of them who ended up becoming some Somebody that uh, helped me out a lot down the road, which was great. She doesn't work in the industry anymore, but she did for quite some time. And like, I, I don't know. I was just like, that looks fun. They're just sitting there on a microphone and talking. I'm like, was not good at like public speaking at the time. It made me feel so nervous, but there was just something that I was, I just wanted that. I mm -hmm. saw it and I wanted it. And I remember I went to school the following day. And I had asked one of my teachers, I was like, cause he's like, oh, well, what are you planning on doing? Like once you're done school? And I was like, I want to be work in radio. And he's like, oh, 
How, how do you do that? And I was like, I don't know. Can you help me? Yeah. And uh, he actually ended up setting up uh, some student internships with me. So my grade 12 year of high school was crazy because I worked breakfast television in the morning from 5 a.m. until noon. Oh. And my teachers all thought that it was really cool. So they allowed me to just pick up my missed work. So I would do 5 a.m. to noon working breakfast television <laughs> and then go to work, pick up whatever I missed in the morning and finish the rest of my school day. Um, and breakfast television is fantastic, but there's different personality types that are better for things. Mm -hmm. uh, and that for me was just chaos. Like there was nothing fun about, we have 12 seconds until this airs live and our clip isn't loading. So we need to find something in 12 seconds. And it's like, you just explained that in six. So I don't even know, <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Oh. It was just too much. And so then uh, finally I was like, I think I would probably rather do radio than, mm -hmm. than like television. Mm -hmm. So um, my the same teacher ended up arranging a student internship at a radio station for me. And then, um, you know, my second semester of high school, I ended up doing like I would go to school in the morning and then in the afternoon I would go drive out to this radio station in Steinbeck and then I, I worked for the other half wow. so it, it's interesting how that is it doesn't it doesn't usually work out that way but so with them too I at that point I had kind of shifted gears and I was like okay well I guess I'll, I'll go to media school broadcasting school that's just what you do and mm -hmm. I remember it was nearing the end of my student internship and the company I was working for they kind of pulled me into the office one day and they were like what are your plans and I said well I'm, I'm gonna take some time off gonna go waste 20 grand and I'm going to go to media school and they were like yeah don't do that because oh, yeah. you're already working here and there's nothing that we can't teach you and mm -hmm. so like if you'd like to keep working here we'd love to offer you a job right. which was crazy especially for me too like I don't I do not come from a privileged background in the slightest mm -hmm. um, and to be able to afford $20,000 in school was that was tough mm -hmm. um, none of my siblings have really done any formal schooling my brother he works um in the trades now. So he's done, a, he's had to go back to school for like different qualifications and stuff. But, um, th that was just something in my, my family, we didn't, that wasn't an opportunity really that we had and it was going to be a struggle. So that was just like a blessing from above to be offered that job. And I ended up doing that. I worked as a writer for two years and my goal was always that I really, really wanted to be on air. And so slowly, but surely in radio, you work your way up the ladder a lot. And so they had kind of let me start doing more voice acting and stuff. I ended up being the voice for, uh, the rape health or health line. What is that called? The rape helpline. Yeah. Um, for a couple of years. And that kind of moved me more into being comfortable behind a microphone and uh, <clears throat> this is all still outside of like Winnipeg at yeah, the yeah. time, which is very expensive in gas. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so then I remember there was a, a girl that I worked with who was a graphic designer and she knew somebody who was a program director uh, for Rogers Media for 92.1 City and Kiss 102.3. Uh -huh. uh, program directors, if you don't know, they are just like the head honchos. Like mm -hmm. they oversee everything for the station in, mm -hmm. in that market. So um, she had reached out to him and was like, hey, I have this girl who really wants to be on air. She lives in Winnipeg. She's working in Steinbeck right now. Doesn't really make a lot of sense. Could you meet? And so we had emailed back and forth a handful of times and uh, he had told me ultimately he's like we don't have any jobs at all but if you want to talk radio you can come down and we'll talk radio and for me I'm like you need to meet me you need to see how hungry I am for this and like I need to meet you even if there's no jobs I need to do anything in my power so that we get that face to face mm -hmm. you see what I'm about you see how passionate I am and maybe that could lead to something down the road so I took a sick day and uh, <laughs> I remember I was on my way driving to Winnipeg I lived about an hour away at the time 
So I'm driving back from work, like, oh, man, sorry, I ate some bad Taco Bell. I got to head home. Meanwhile, I have a meeting with another radio station. And uh, I remember on the drive back to Winnipeg, he he had called me while I was in my car. And he's like, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm really busy. We have a lot of meetings and stuff. And there's no jobs for you here. So let's let's just do this over the phone. Like, do you just want to talk? And I said back to him, I was like, well, that really sucks for you. Cause I'm actually already on my way to Winnipeg and I'm coming. So, um, <laughs> I can wait a little bit longer if you need, but, uh, but I'm, I'm on my way and I'm coming. Yeah. And he was kind of like, well, we're already on the phone. And I'm like, no. So I'm, I'm, you're meeting me today. I've yeah. been looking forward to this and I'm, I'm meeting you. Mm-hmm. And uh, he finally was like, okay, well, you know, you're going to have to wait in the lobby for a little bit. I'm like, that's totally fine. Cool. Not a problem at all. So I drove there. I ended up waiting like 25 minutes. He pulled me into his office. Uh, we chatted for a little while. Then finally he's like, let's give you a tour of the building. Again, I can't even count how many times he said, we do not have a job for you here. Like the Winnipeg market is hard to break into. We do not have a job. And so we go and tour around this building and uh, a guy that I actually work with now, his name's Mark Morris. Uh, he's pretty much been with me from the start of my career, but uh, he was on air with 92.1 City at the time and he was doing his afternoon drive show. And uh, Mark Morris is a really lovely guy and he's like, oh, well, come sit in with me. I don't care. Like if you have to go have this meeting and whatever and she wants to be here, she can come hang out with me. And so I did and I ended up staying for four hours and then when I left and I was ready to go home and I thanked him for the experience he offered me a job <laughs> so I'm like ah, oh, no jobs hey yeah. um but yeah so then I ended up working there for about four years and again worked my way up the ladder finally got my own on-air show yes. and uh yeah I guess that's kind of like how things are history and this part is a little not radio related, but I had a, a near death experience about two and a half years ago and uh, co- it completely changed my life. And I ended up quitting my job and I found a new job with Energy 106. So here's the full circle moment from seeing them on the parade float. And uh, now I'm working with them and Dave Wheeler's on the team who I had worked with previously at City. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of that, that's how that all worked wow. out. And now I'm there and I'm doing this and I have no idea how it's even possible to make myself happier than I already feel doing this. So wow. <laughs> that's an amazing journey. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. At starting in high school, I'm, I'm sure your friends were like, why are you want to go into the radio, right? Yeah. Did you ever have that moment? Oh, all the time. I can't, it's so funny. You know, I, I find that some people, and this is with all industries can be really close minded about some things. Mm-hmm. And everybody, I remember friends of mine saying, well, you know, the radio industry is dying, so you yeah. shouldn't get a job there. And I was like, so here's the crazy thing about human beings. We always evolve. Always. Every industry does. We always evolve into something else. Even you think about taxi drivers, mm-hmm. they'll still exist, mm-hmm. but there's this another like portion of the industry now, which is the Ubers and all of that. It is always evolving. And radio is the same way too. You know, we've evolved into doing podcasting. We've evolved into doing more hosting, more things online, um, blowing up on TikTok and whatever Mm. it may be. So to me, I I don't know, that was never a big deterrent. And I think now being in the industry for as long as I have been, I'm like, radio's not going anywhere. Like you can't put a price tag on a product you get for free. Like everybody wants the Sirius XM. And I'm like, those people literally do the same thing that we do, but you have to pay like $200 a month to get it. Yeah. So we will always have an audience on radio. And if it ever comes to a point 50 years from now where people truly are not interested, we will evolve into whatever the next thing is, as everybody does. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you think drew, like pulled you towards radio? 
like I, what was that float what why was that float so entertaining or i just you know i just feel like when you know you know and mm. the float itself was probably nothing they had yeah. a budget of like 200 dollars, i'm sure <laughs> but there was just something about it i just thought it was so fun and um i don't know if maybe it's because um my parents flipped houses growing up so i we moved around a lot and i was always kind of a loser in school like truly like i'd that's the, that's the cool part about <laughs> losers are cool. Yeah. Well, seriously, spitting image of that here, yeah. I guess. But yeah, I don't know if it was maybe something there where I just like had this this yearning to be popular, to fit in, to make friends, yeah. something like that. Because I, I truly didn't have that for the majority of my life. Um, even now, my friend circle is very small. So um, I, that could have been some sort of a pull because I just thought it was so cool. And I like, especially too, I'm like 16 years old. I always want, oh, I want to be popular. Like <laughs> I want that boy on the track team who doesn't know my name to like me <laughs> which is really funny because now he texts into the show all the time um <laughs> let's go <laughs> but uh but yeah so I, I it could have been something from that but more than that because that's you know a little just surface level stuff i, I just i don't know what it is a hundred percent but Thanks. truly it's just i was so passionate i mm. for whatever reason that was just my thing wow. well what was that grind like like man 5 a.m. mornings <laughs> at 16 year old is not easy, right? It was horrible. Yeah, it was absolutely horrible. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've definitely come from a lifestyle where um, I, like I said earlier, like I, I don't come from a privileged family and all of us have had to work really, really hard to get to mm-hmm. where we are. So I've been around a lot of really inspiring people my whole life. My mom, you know, was a single mom of three kids and I grew up eating boxed potatoes and I spent time in women's shelters and my dad was in rehab and we moved all over the place. There was just, I, I grew up with a lot of misfortune and there's some people and you know, you everybody has different personality types where the same thing will affect you completely differently. And for whatever reason and with how I was raised, that just really pushed me to work so incredibly hard to get to where I am and um it always makes me laugh too because I like I've had so many people in the industry um many people that I've worked with over the years people will send me messages on Instagram and stuff too all the time about how you know like oh well what are you gonna do when you when you don't have radio anymore because you never went to school for anything Mm. and for me I'm like Okay, so let me let me put these pieces together. Like you're telling me that I'm less than you because I took the hard, hard route yeah. to get in because I worked for nine years to get to where you are right now. Like yeah. like I have more experience than you. I'm probably getting paid more than some of you, <laughs> and like you're telling me that I'm less than because I never went to school. Like yeah. that to me is the most ridiculous thing ever. It's just that hustle. I don't know. I just I I wanted it so bad, and this is probably going to come across as a little crappy, and I really don't mean for it to, but I just have a personality type, and I've been surrounded by incredible people my whole life that work really really hard, and like. I will always get what I want. And it's not because I have the money to do it or anything mm. like that. It's because I, I want it and I'm hungry and I will work as hard as I possibly can to make the end outcome that I need for my life. And it shows. Even like t- telling the story, like when you were uh, touring the place and at the end he offered you a job. Yeah. <laughs> what, was, what was your thoughts going through in that point? Were you like... Knew it. Let's go. Not at all. No. I literally, I'm pretty sure I shed a tear or two on my drive there. I was like, this is my moment. Now, now he's telling me there's nothing. But I don't know. It's just it's that inspiration. I, I was so inspired. I knew that I wanted to do it. And um, I don't know. You know, I, maybe it's a little overcommon or sorry, overconfidence or something like that. But 
I just, I just knew that it was for me. I knew that this was what I needed. And sometimes in life you find that whether it's like with the perfect puppy or a partner or something, like it's like you just find that one thing and you're like, yep, this is it. it. This is it. And I need to do everything I can not to lose this. And that was very much how that went. And I was fully ready to, if I didn't get a job, which I wasn't expecting to just pop in every once in a while and be like, Hey, Mm. remember me (laughs) still here, (laughs) still looking for a job. (laughs) So that's, that's crazy. Like, did you ever have like anyone stopping you from like, you know, like, Hey, you're not cut out for this work. Like all the time. Yeah. All the time. All the time, yeah. Um, radio, especially TV, not so much. But mm-hmm. uh, radio, especially, I would argue that most of the time you have about a three-year window, and then they're they're looking at recasting the show yeah. just to keep it spicy. Um, but I've, ugh, I have wanted to quit so many times. I have been shut down. Um, I've gone through issues where I had like men doing the same job as me, making way more money than me and me not getting paid mm-hmm. at all for it. Um, there have been summers where like, I've just been thrown through the ring and worked like 110 hours straight, no overtime or anything, just like grinding it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's, there's people all the time and even people now, like I have people that message me constantly telling me how much I suck and how much they hate me on the show. And I'm this and that and all these yeah. things like the, it never, it never stops. I, you know, I, I came into this industry because I, I love it. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately that's just kind of a byproduct of it is everybody wants to say something about you and you just got to kind of build that thick skin. And I, I just feel too, like if you, if you know in your head that this is for you and this is what you want, everybody else's opinion of you, like if they are not somebody that you look up to and respect doesn't matter at all. Like you're mm-hmm. doing this for you. And it, even that I find too, takes a certain kind of personality to mm-hmm. be able to, just I guess kind of put some of that on like in the background Mm. and it hurts don't get me wrong like I've had a lot of moments where I wanted I was like I can't this is too hard Mm. I'm not getting these opportunities I just lost this show I just got replaced by somebody else I'm like I don't even know where to go from here Mm. but it's just you just pick yourself up and you just keep going mm-hmm. you really do and and again i think that that does come to some just different personality traits because like i said there's people that experience the same things in life and it it can be such an opposite reaction for some people and for me i, I feel very very blessed that i have been able to persevere through a lot mm-hmm. of hard times there's been plenty of them and you just keep pushing and pushing until you get to whatever the end of that journey is mm-hmm. that's very inspirational and going back to like where you say like people are hating, but they're still listening to you. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's the thing too. I don't like you on the show. I'm like, well, the, I mean, don't, thank like, you, one, for boosting our text numbers by telling me this. Two, you're still listening enough to have established that you don't like me. So engagement goes up, the yeah. numbers go up. Hey, we're living. Love me or hate me, you're gonna watch me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. it's it's hilarious. People all the time like they'll comment mean things on Instagram or something, and I'm like, well, thank you for uh, increasing my engagement percentage so I can sell this to a client now. <laughs> Algorithm pick it up. Let's go. <laughs> That's right. Is that is that part of the uh, industry? Like, is is the radio industry like ruthless? You would say. Like, I know, like the music industry, we've had music experts on. They say it's like ruthless. Like, you get cut. Doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. Like, is is the radio industry similar? A hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, you get. I've I've been completely blindsided. I remember a meeting I had uh, quite a while ago where um, uh, I was under the impression that I was getting a promotion, and then I ended up getting called into the office and they fired me. And I was like, Oh. oh. <laughs> But we've been talking. Oh, okay. I'm Uh, on your show. Yeah, what? I thought (laughs) you told me a few months ago that you were building me up for like this new Uh show. Okay. Oh, no. 
Cool. Yeah, no, it, it definitely is. Um, I think especially doing morning radio, especially mornings too, you get paid more obviously than other day parts. And so um, you're like, if there's ever cuts for any reason, if they didn't meet their sales budgets that year, if the station is tanking, they're the first one that they look at to, wow. to cut. So it's constant. You know, we're kind of coming up to that now too. We're, we're nearing a contract renegotiation year and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know how much to ask for. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh-oh. I don't know if I'm going to be here forever. I hope I am. I honestly, I I tell my boss all the time. I'm like, I'm an energy 106 lifer. So let's go. I don't, if you don't want me anymore, I don't care. Like I'm still coming to work every day. (laughs) I'm staying. (laughs) I'm not leaving. (laughs) I like this. I'm established here. There's a lot of radio hosts. I would argue probably the majority of radio hosts. I can't even say I'd argue for a fact, the majority of radio hosts in Manitoba right now are not from Manitoba. Like you, you, Mm -hmm. you tend to shift all the way around. I'm shocked that I've, I've been so lucky to be here for as long as I have. I always have it in the back of my mind that the possibility of moving to another province or even another country, there's people working in Winnipeg radio right now that have worked in the United States doing radio there too. So I've, I've always had that in the back of my mind, but I'm, you know, fingers crossed. I'm at a point now where I've been here long enough. I've kind of become a staple. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Of course, of course. <laughs> so hopefully I, I wouldn't move. But yeah, it's uh, it's very ruthless. It's very, very ruthless. And like everything you do in your personal life as well, like it's not one of those jobs where you turn off the mic and you can go and do whatever you want on the weekend or anything. Like you are constantly representing the brand. You're constantly representing the station. And I've seen hosts that have been fired for posts that they made when they were intoxicated one Saturday night. Mm. And it's like, that doesn't fit with our brand. Sorry. And boom, you're done. So it's, it's always on your mind. It's a 24 seven job. You know, Mm. I'm, I'm, lucky to get off work at 10 a.m. every day it's great (laughs) but having said that like you're still you work from the moment you wake up until you go to bed in various ways does that ever get exhausting like having to fight for every moment in the radio industry like pay like opportunities does that ever get exhausting oh my gosh you got this don't worry uh yeah yes and no i think maybe when i was first starting out i had moments of that Mm -hmm. where I think too, it's so easy to feel like you're not worthy of certain things. Like I've worked so hard, I've gotten to where I am, but then there's like all these outside influences and all the people telling me that I shouldn't be here and stuff. And it's easy to let, to kind of get wrapped up in that. And I used to a lot when I was younger where I'd be like, okay, I like, I just can't do any of this anymore. Like I'm getting bad feedback or whatever it may be. But I, I, at this point in my career, it's just another day for me. Like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Light work. Yeah. You know, I wake up in the morning, post to Instagram, go to bed, check Instagram, read through emails, write stuff for the next yeah. day. Um, yeah. It's exhausting. Sure. But not, I, I don't know. Again, it's just it's part of the game. Yeah. It's just uh, like I knew what I signed up for. I think maybe I didn't actually know just how intense it would be, but it didn't take me long to figure that out and uh, just get used to that hustle. Like if you want to be here, you have to go above and beyond. And if you don't it only hurts you because they will therefore there's a million people that want my job right now Mm -hmm. and i was one of those million people at one point and i got it Mm -hmm. which is i truly so grateful Mm -hmm. um and i know that so that that also helps where i'm like no like if if you don't want it if you're not hungry enough for it somebody else is going to eat your lunch Mm -hmm. it's competitive and there's a lot of work like i think a lot of people don't realize that yeah you're only on the air for a short period of time but there's 
a lot of things that go in behind the scenes, like preparing or whatever it may be. Talk about like the behind the scenes before you even get on air. Oh gosh. Um, I usually come to work about an hour or so early, write everything out. Um, our bits and stuff like we, we don't, it's not like we write out everything that we talk about. I'm more so referring to like news, social yeah, media, yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it, it is really crazy. A lot of people are like, what do you mean you, because like, I'm, I'm building a, an office in my house right now. Yeah. So I can have this type of <laughs> setup and just like work a little bit more comfortably. And uh, I have had somebody messaged me not long ago and they were like, why are you building a home office? You literally talk on the radio. And I'm like, how much time do we have? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, there is so much more that goes into this. There's so many bits that we do yeah. that are over in three minutes and they took us months to plan or they took a ton of money to plan mm-hmm. tons of different levels of approval and everything. Mm-hmm. And like people don't realize that you just see the end product, which is great. It's great that it's so seamless that you don't realize that. But yeah, when it comes to approvals and everything, we have so many meetings. Like there is, <laughs> there is so, so much that goes into the smallest things and so much that goes into your character development. And, you know, on the radio, we are definitely ourselves um, to an extent, but you do also, you have to play off each other and, you know, there are, to have a, a conversation that's interesting to listen to. And it can still be a natural conversation, but you can't all be agreeing on one thing. Like, mm-hmm. cause that's boring. That's boring. If everybody's yep. like, oh yeah, that's great. Great, great, cool. Now we're done. <laughs> so you always need to have somebody who's going to be the contrarian of the conversation so sometimes before bits and stuff it'll be like Tyler's presenting a story and he's like hey Dave I don't want to talk about myself too much here so you need to ask me about this and then Jasmine can you take the role on this where you're against it even though I know that you're not and I'm like okay yeah sure Uh and we just go like you it you're you put on a performance you are acting to an extent you're telling real life stories and our real opinions do come out often but there's a lot of ways that we manipulate kind of how we think just for the sake of the entertainment. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, there's a, there is a lot (laughs) that goes into it. Like so much more than I think anybody could ever wrap their head, their heads around. That's also probably why not everybody does this. You know, it's a very competitive industry with not very many people in it. Um, even across the country, you know, it's, it's not a popular industry per se, but it is very competitive because Mm. like you need to be good at putting on a show no matter what. Yeah, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, it's a business. And business, you have to make money. And if you're not cut out for it, well, there you are. You're done. Yeah. So, I mean, was there ever a moment that you wanted to talk about something and, like, the higher-ups were like, nope, we're not going to talk about it? I've never had that with the higher-ups. I'd say I more so have that with Dave and Tyler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a moment last week where, because we have, like, a spreadsheet where we'll put in kind of, like, just a little tease of what we would like to talk about. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when we're reading through that, it'll be like, okay, this thing says donkey kong rap what is that about and then they'll explain what that bit is about and i had something in there not long ago about just like a stupid conversation i had with my boyfriend about (laughs) pepto-bismol and i was and i thought it was hilarious and so i have it in the spreadsheet and and tyler was like jasmine what is that like what is that about and i tell him the story and i'm giggling about the story because i think it's so funny and he's like that's dumb we're not talking about it (laughs) okay So yes, that definitely happens where things get shut down. And and again, you just take it with a grain of salt. Like I think too, it also comes down to having a really good team. Like Mm -hmm. I know at work that I'm, I'm very respected and I'm very valued and Dave and Tyler are my best friends. So, Mm -hmm. um, I know that if they ever say something isn't good, it has it has nothing to do with me. It just has to do with, with the show. So I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. If you don't think it's good, it's not good. Mm -hmm. Scrap it. 
We're talking about Donkey Kong rap now? Cool. That's so much better. Okay. Do you guys sometimes like not tell, like talk to each other outside of radio so you can just save the stories for them? Constantly. Because we do that a lot too. We're like, yo, let's just save it for the pod. Let's save it for the pod. Yeah. Um, uh, Tyler Carr is probably the most annoying for this. And to him, he has great stories. And so like he lives a very adventurous life. And the, like it's weekly where he'll be like, oh my gosh, I have something so funny to tell you guys. You're going to laugh so hard. I can't. Can't even believe this is happening and i'm like oh what happened and he's like you have to wait till nine yeah <laughs> i hate like, that because when i'm tuning in it was like tyler's surprise right the, yeah he's bringing in the puppies yeah and i was like man it's 8 a.m i got a clock in for my right? shift <laughs> like, ah. but we do have a podcast if you ever yeah. want to catch that yeah uh yeah that was uh, even that one was really funny too i kind of spoiled the surprise though because i i truly didn't know what it was yeah and he's like after 8 a.m we have this really big surprise and, I'm, and i my go-to because I've, I've wanted a dog for a really long yeah. time is always say is it puppies? Yeah, and he right. was like, Jasmine, why did you? I'm like, well, I didn't know. No. <laughs> that's just what I always say. Anyway, now I have a puppy, so yeah. that's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. It, there's a lot of teasing that happens between us as well. Uh, it's very annoying, <laughs> but you just deal. Uh, is there a lot of like, chaos like while you're on air, like figuring out, like, okay, uh, music stop. Okay, time to go. Time to go. Like, what's that dynamic like? Because we're pre-recorded, right? So yeah. we record, we edit, we put it out. Yeah, um, it's a little different, I guess. In yours, yeah, we uh, we definitely have some chaos every once in a while. Thankfully, the three of us have been doing this long enough uh, where okay. we kind of have ironed out a lot of things. But it, it for sure still happens, and it's very distracting because like <laughs> Dave will have something that he wants Tyler to play, but Tyler has to play it on his end of the computer. So Dave and Tyler are like doing sign language with each other, like trying to figure it out while I'm telling a story and I'm seeing them in my peripheral vision. I'm like, can you guys just you couldn't have figured this out 10 minutes ago. So if you ever hear one of us stumble, it's probably because there's some sort of something going on or even, you know, I'll be telling a story live and Tyler will turn off his and Dave's mics and they'll like have a conversation about something else. And I'm like, I can hear you. Like, yeah. stop. Um, yeah, no, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of elements. I don't know. Have you ever seen like a radio soundboard? Yeah, we have. Yeah. We're part of UMFM. So oh, we, we got perfect. to tr tr like tour their place, yeah. but we've never done anything live. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it takes a lot of getting used to for sure. Damn, part of the game, eh? Yeah. <laughs> the grind. <laughs> the I mean, morning to afternoon. <laughs> go ahead. You you mentioned that people said like, "Hey man, you're you're less than me because you didn't go to school." Mm -hmm. well, what are your thoughts on that? Because I, I I'm a believer that hey, like, hey, nowadays we've reached a point in our society where yes, like in the past, we had to go to school to get common jobs. Mm -hmm. But now you can become whatever you want with social media, right? Oh, or, and anything. Like, yeah. so what are your thoughts on that? Um, you know, I, I, again, and I don't mean to talk about this too much, but it is a, it's a really big core of who I am and how I am. And, you know, coming from a family where that wasn't really something for people that want to go to school for something, have at her. If you hmm. lived a life where you were able to get a, a job when you were in high school that you got paid for, and you know, maybe your parents loved you more than mine. I'm kidding, obviously. <laughs> and like saved up a trust fund for yeah. you or something. That's great. That's awesome. Use that to your advantage for sure. Hmm. Um, but I'm a, I don't know. I I'm a really, really big believer that if you really, really want something, you shouldn't let the schooling or the the monetary number on that be something to deter you because 
there are other ways to get to the end goal. And like we said earlier, you know, it may be the harder way, but if anything, that's just one more thing to add a chip to your shoulder. Like you did it, mm -hmm. you did it. You did the hard way. Here's all these people that went to school for three years, wasted all their money and look where you are. You're in the same spot. And that's yeah. freaking awesome. Not to crap on anybody. Yeah. I did go to school, obviously, because that is another route for people. But, you know, to, to get from point A to point B, we don't all have the same luxuries. We don't all have the same privileges. The point is that we're all on this journey in whatever shape or form. And you get there when you get there. And if you have to put in more work because you want it that bad and there's something that's holding you back. So you got to work twice as hard as somebody else. Mm -hmm. I just think that that's incredible. Mm -hmm. I really do. And and for me, it, it just always truly, and I've gotten it so many times over the years where people crap on me a lot because, mm -hmm. well, well, you didn't have formal education. Like I, well, you just wouldn't get it because you didn't go to school. And I'm like, I've been doing this for <laughs> like eight years. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's not like, uh, you know, so we talk about this a lot, but like what they teach you in the school is sometimes not really applicable, if at all, totally. applicable like in real life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I've never been, obviously, so I wouldn't know, but I've heard <laughs> of even schools here in Manitoba that teach media and like a lot of the equipment that they use is really old and, mm -hmm. and stuff. But obviously, if... I wouldn't want somebody who like used to work at the chamois to operate on me. So mm. like go to school for something like that. Yeah, but like yeah. there's tons of careers out there. There's tons of jobs out there where having school could be an advantage. Mm. Um, and it will definitely help you get into the industry easier. You know, even um, I'll use Tyler Carr as an example. He went to school, state in Calgary, wonderful program, loved his experience there. Something I could never afford to do when, mm. when he did it um, and just wouldn't want to afford to do now because like, I love spending money, <laughs> um, but uh, he went and did that. And as soon as he graduated high, sorry, high school, as soon as he graduated his post-secondary, he got hired on a morning show immediately. So Tyler's whole career has been morning show. However, Tyler and I have been in the industry the same amount of time. And, um, you know, I've worked my way up the ladder. There's a lot of things and he knows them too at this point because you mm -hmm. just learn as you go. But there's, I've worked in so many departments. There's so many things that I know and I don't have as much morning show experience as him. So he's for sure more valuable on that front mm -hmm. than I am. But to me, it's just like, there's nothing that you can't learn. Like you can learn anything if you really want to and you're passionate and you, and you want that. The sky's the limit. Like the world is your oyster if you want it to be. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> how, how much of a like social media presence does it play into the per, uh, radio personality? Because once you grow that, right, you're automatically inclined to have more viewership on your radio show. So that's actually like a really triggering subject for me right now. Oh, okay. Um, the Instagram. Right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. yeah. My bad. Let's talk about it. Joke. Let's talk about it. Your <laughs> so, relationship with Instagram. How is it? So I'm trying to build it back now, but... Uh, I'll take you back. Let's go. Uh, oh, we're ready. June 3rd. Uh-oh. 5 a.m. Oh, she knows the time and date. Damn, it's real. <laughs> I wake up for work, go to post my daily Instagram, and uh, it says your account has been suspended. And I think to myself, what a horrible world. What has happened? <laughs> um, no, and then I, I got an email from this account, and they had said, um, we have suspended your account, and we want you to pay us a ransom to get it back. Oh, which sucks. And I'm just going to say this for anybody that's ever gotten an email like that. Don't pay them the ransom yeah, because it's in Instagram's hands at that point. Like yeah. they're locked out of your account and so are you. Like there's nothing that they can actually do to reinstate your account even if you were to pay them. It's just an easy way yeah. to get money for people that don't know that. And I didn't know that at first either. I had to look in. I considered it. How much? And it was $300. And I was like, I'm worth so much more than $300. <laughs> are you kidding me right now? 300 
No, I'm not paying. I'm insulted that that's Ouch. what you would ask for. She'd be like, yo, I'll pay you three grand. Yeah. Like, I'm worth that. Yeah. Or, or 300 Excuse grand. Me? Wow. Uh, $300. $300. <laughs> My whole life is ruined. Um, no, it, it is really unfortunate working in this, in this industry. And I know a lot of people, and I've gotten messages like this as well, where people are like, it's just Instagram. Who cares? And I'm like, yeah, for a lot of people, it's just Instagram. It's who cares? I work in media. Yeah, it matters yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I, we have, I had a meeting a couple weeks ago where my boss was like, Jasmine, you haven't been posting enough TikToks lately wow. and you need to post more TikToks. And I was like, well, I can't, my house is in Reno's right now. Yeah. I can't, I don't have a good backdrop. And he's like, figure it out. Cause you need to post more TikToks. I'm like, okay. So it is a really big part of the job. And it's also a really good side hustle, you know, um, for my last account, I know it's not an an extraordinary amount by any means, but I was at like Mm -hmm. 11.5. I've been on Instagram since it was created in 2010 or whenever that was. Mm -hmm. So like that took me a really long time to get up to. True devastating yeah uh yeah no social media plays a really really big role even just in in recognizability it's actually kind of funny um tyler he's like really big on tiktok right now and there's people that know tyler from tiktok and they're like what do you do for a living and he's (laughs) like oh (laughs) 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 energy 106 i've been there for like five years (laughs) (laughs) i thought everybody knew that Uh, no it is really important for sure and even in today's day and age with media back in the day people like you didn't even know what people on the radio looked like unless Mm -hmm. you saw a billboard Whereas nowadays it just, it helps push the brand more when people right. know what you look like, they know mm-hmm. what you're about. They can connect to you on a more personal level. Mm-hmm. It, it does nothing. It helps your brand personally, but it also really helps the station's brand as a whole. And as I was saying too, it's like, it's great for, for like side hustle money. Yeah. Cause there's obviously you can make money on social yeah. media. Yeah. And so it's pretty sweet sometimes when you have a decent <laughs> following or even if you don't have a big following but you have really good engagement people right. will look at that too currently i have none of those <laughs> so uh yeah it's uh it's a big 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 deal for sure and it's something and, and even in the younger generations and stuff you always have like baby boomers that are like social media you guys do nothing it's like well the world has it's evolved changed. and yeah, this is changed. what it's turned into and it is really important now mm-hmm. like you have people that don't even get ac- accepted for jobs because of an instagram post they made in 2016 you yeah, know yeah. so it's your image online your image in real life and people's perception of you is beyond important and you can also influence people's perception of you a lot mm-hmm. just by what you post yeah a hundred percent you can so use that to your advantage in every way possible there's like good and bad to it like good thing is like you you build your personal brand but also like the world we live in of like cancel culture and all that that could also ruin you as well Oh, absolutely right yeah, it Wh- sucks. what are your thoughts on that and like has it impact like i understand like if if you you build your personal brand the the station probably loves it Mm -hmm. right but on the other hand if something happens or whatever happens that's probably also equally as bad on their side yeah so i'm gonna um i'm just gonna say this i hate cancel culture a lot Mm -hmm. um i've met a lot of people in my life that i previously didn't like and then Mm -hmm. i really got to know them and i was like you're actually not so bad. Yeah. Um, I'm a really big believer too that, you know, people, you can have eye-opening moments and you can misspeak. And I also think it's really important and I hope that this isn't taken the wrong way at all, but, um, you know, Kevin Hart, I'll use him as an example, yeah, yeah. was supposed to host, what was it, the Oscars, Grammys, yep, yeah. I don't care. Um, mm-hmm. One of those. He was supposed to be hosting one of those. And somebody goes and pulls up these tweets of his from like 11 years yep. previous and um, he ends up losing that and he was totally canceled. To me, 
11 years ago, the way of the world, the way that we spoke to each other, the way that we meant things when we spoke about them, like calling people certain words that are completely shunned now, back then it wasn't even, it wasn't meant to be an insult at Mm -hmm. all. And you know, the words have changed that has, it's grown. And it like, I just feel like it's kind of at a point where there's so many things that you say where it's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't mean that bad at all. I got in trouble by somebody because I posted a video where I called Tyler's cat a psycho and they were like, you can't say that word anymore. And I was like, what? Why? Like, and I would never call somebody who's mentally ill that ever. That wasn't the intention. Yeah. Like I'm like, no, he's being a little psycho. Like I'm not, I I don't, for me, I don't even, that word has no meaning with how it's taken to some groups of people. Having said that, I'm the type of person where if you tell me you don't like something, I'll never say it again. A hundred percent. Um, and I really respect that, but with cancel culture and things on social media getting cleaned up, like I even, gosh, I probably shouldn't admit this. And I, that's even that, that's weird that I have to say I shouldn't admit <laughs> this. But um, I, my cousin and I, when we were like eight years old, that we took a photo of us and we had charcoal face masks on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up, when I started working in the industry, had found that picture and deleted it from everything because I was so scared mm-hmm. that somebody would accuse me of doing blackface. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just this little kid with a charcoal face mask on and we just took a picture at our sleepover but i was so scared of that potentially turning into something more Mm -hmm. and that i don't like you know i do believe that there's a lot of very real injustice there's very real racism there's very real sexism people experience it every single day Mm -hmm. and and i believe that for sure but i think that there's a lot of people that get really scrutinized for honest human error or are honest you know uneducation on a subject Mm -hmm. and they it ruins their whole lives and i don't know Mm -hmm. that i believe in that i like yeah take down the people that actually really suck and are doing some really awful things and pushing some really dangerous ideas absolutely those people should go you know they should be on a purge (laughs) list for sure um but like there's so many people and i'll use kevin hart as this example and if there's something more that comes out at some point and you know i'll i'll take this back for sure i'm not married to any idea (laughs) but um you know with what what happened with him i'm like yeah you shouldn't have said that for sure we know that today Mm -hmm. but that's not the world you were living in then like even think of how many massive hollywood movies there are clueless even i was watching that recently there was a number of lines where i'm like yeah that wouldn't pass in today's (laughs) i'm amazed that people still watch this movie and like it because there's Mm. a lot of ideas in there that are they go very against what today's norm is but i think it's really important that you separate yourself from that too and it's not that we give people a free pass Mm. because it happened so long ago i just think you need to be very understanding of what the world was like Mm -hmm. back then it doesn't mean that it was right but we learn we grow and we change and and here we are today and that's why people don't talk like that today yeah and we did back then because we didn't know any better and it's it was the norm it's just what people did Mm -hmm. but today you don't do that and we've changed yeah especially with like social media like it takes situations get taken way out of context too. oh like, it, <laughs> yeah I, i'm like you can make the silliest joke and it's not meant to be any harmful situation but people take it the way they want it right oh yeah has that like any negative impact that has come from that for your career like was there ever a moment that like man Uh-oh. i i don't want to do this <laughs> like well i'm an angel so yeah. no um <clears throat> i i would say there's definitely kind of piggybacking on that idea um you know dave tyler and i truly we are best friends. Like I'm pretty sure we're the only morning show in the city that actually likes each other. (laughs) And we hang out after work all the time. We have a group chat. We're always sending each other stuff. We have movie nights. Like we are very close. We travel together. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Knock on wood, that never changes. But as it stands right now, we still like each other. So that's great. It can be very hard morning show wise too. You just have a lot of really big personalities in one room. So it's very easy to start to kind (laughs) of be like, I don't like you anymore. Um, hey, good for TV though. Yeah. Or good for radio. <laughs> yeah, <right>? Sorry. <laughs> like, set up a yeah. boxing match. Let's get you guys going. <laughs> but, uh, but with us, there's been a lot of moments where, you know, we all, we have our relationships on air and then we have our relationships in real life. And mm. sometimes, and we pick on each other all the time. Like yeah. Dave and Tyler are like my two big brothers that, Oh my gosh, sometimes, <laughs> They are just so nasty, um, but it's all in good fun. And I'm never offended. Like we have those boundaries. We know each other's boundaries. And there's been times where that will shine through on air sometimes. And I'll mm. tease Tyler or I'll tease Dave about somebody. And people are like, you are such a bully. No, no, no. And I'm like, listen, this is my best friend who yeah. I'm talking to the same way that you would talk to your best friends. <laughs> like, no, nobody's being bullied. Yeah. No real human beings were hurt in this process. <laughs> like we're just messing around and bugging each other. Yeah, but people actually. really like to be upset on behalf of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do notice that a lot in this industry too. There's a lot of people that it's like, well, you shouldn't have done that because that was mean. And, you know, we had a bit not terribly long ago where we prank called a bunch of businesses that we didn't work at and called in sick. Yep. <laughs> it was Classic. hilarious. Classic. Yep. We had so many people afterwards that were like, that was rude. That was uh, bullying. You need to call those businesses back and apologize. And that wasn't, that was mean. It wasn't even funny at all. And little did they know that a lot of these businesses, like we did call them back and we just <laughs> didn't do that on air because it's not yeah. funny yeah. we were like hey sorry karen <laughs> you swore on live radio uh that was bad <clears throat> but yeah so like we we definitely get a lot of people being upset on somebody else's behalf um a lot of people taking what we said out of context gosh how much time do we have here because i have a story i can absolutely go, go off about that's right um there is something that went viral about me and albeit um, I definitely misspoke. I That happens sometimes when nobody shuts you up and you just keep going and you shouldn't and then you start to stumble over what your thought process is and you just, it just is bad. And that mm-hmm. happens because it's live radio sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a conversation about COVID and this was, here's something too is we have a live radio show that starts at 6 a.m. and it goes till 10 a.m. Everything that we talk about in that time frame is based on the information that we have on that time frame, And there can be more news that comes out later, but mm-hmm. people don't hear it until later. Mm-hmm. And so then people are like, how could you? And I'm like, I didn't know that because it was published at 10, 11 yeah. and I was done at 10. Um, but we had something when there was the big trucker convoy coming in and uh, we had done this bit on air. There was for sure a few things in there that I guess while not factually incorrect, um, I I I did like I do regret saying it, and I I did misspeak a few times, and I probably just should have chilled out, but I didn't. Um, but there was one thing in there where I had I went on this big rant about um, the trucker protest. I, I shouldn't say big rant because it really wasn't anything like that. But I just went on this rant about how at the time I was fearful that there would be a, a, a food shortage. Mm-hmm. I didn't fully grasp why they were closing the border for them either, to be honest, solely just because like they're alone in a truck the whole time. And so if they need, if they're taking testing and they need to quarantine mm-hmm. or something, sure, that's great. They can do sure. that. But I didn't understand the full ban. Um, and so we were chatting about that. And then I had made a comment about how I was like, yeah, I've been really wanting to make bruschetta lately. <laughs> and I went to the store and there was no bruschetta. I'm scared of like oh, no. this food shortage. 
holy man, did that ever blow up online? People, Jasmine, people are dying and you yeah. care about bruschetta, yeah. you and your white privilege. I'm like, oh, listen, no. <laughs> it was just the first example that came into my head when talking about a potential yeah. food shortage and how I was worried about that. Like, yeah. I don't actually care about bruschetta that much. Of course I value a human life more than yeah, bruschetta. Sure. Like bruschetta is really good serving at my funeral, but like, I like still like, I, like how did this blow up? And it was insane. Like I was getting death threats. I had people voice noting me crying, like people wow. who had experienced COVID and Uh-oh. all these things. And like, for me, I'm like, I, like I had, I've had multiple people in my life that passed away who got it, that, mm-hmm. you know, they, it took them too soon. And that sucked. Like, I'm like, I, I know, like I, I was just, I was just, I just really oh, no. freaking wanted to eat bruschetta and I couldn't find it. And it was like the <laughs> only thing, whatever. Like, so there's so many things that yeah, can yeah. just really, really blow up. Anyway, it's called bruschetta gate now. Um, and something that everybody makes fun of me for. So <laughs> if you ever hear about that, that's the answer. It's, I, a, it's about authenticity at the end of the day, right? Like people are going to make mistakes, you know, you're it's, a human, yeah, you are yeah. a human being, especially when you like post like your life to the world like, it, the reason you guys get like hate and love is because you guys have an audience yeah right it yeah. would you wouldn't have either or without so i think being authentic authentic <laughs> is probably the best way to go right you're gonna make mistakes but like you live you learn you mm-hmm. keep going right like it's part of the game yeah i would completely agree with that i think uh, too you know as you said like you get a lot of hate and you get a lot of love just for being who you are and that's kind of everybody but a lot of the conversations that we have are not far off from conversations that people have at their dinner table the difference is that ours has a very large audience Mm -hmm. um and so it's hard sometimes like you definitely have to watch what you say but you don't want to watch it too much because you still want to stay true to your values but i would argue that on our show at least um and probably most people, like I obviously know, I guess pretty much everybody in the industry in Winnipeg, it's quite small. Um, but like all of us, like we're, we're good people, you know, we're not out to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. We don't have any destructive views. We're not inciting any violence, like, or anything like that. Like we all have really big hearts that just love hanging out with you every morning. Like that's, yeah. that's it. And so sometimes there's human error. We're human beings. We mess up and like people deserve to be forgiven. People deserve to have their moment to explain something. And, you know, if, if I ever hurt somebody's feelings, I always like, I want to listen to you and I I'm, I'm so sorry. I didn't, that wasn't my intention at all. That came out totally wrong. You're right. I, I messed that one up for sure. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and I believe that people should, should have that and that it should be something that is respected long-term. Of course. Yeah. It's taken it on the chin and continued to go. Yeah. Like we're humans. That's yeah, life. Happens. Yeah. Of yeah. course. And I'm sure you had extreme highs throughout your career and extreme lows. What are some moments that like you're cherishable about your career? Like that you're like, this is the reason why I'm a radio host. Every day that I wake <laughs> up uh, would probably be one. Um, uh, there's a, I find a lot of things that going back into being authentic and stuff. Um, I'm somebody where I'm a very, very open book. Um, and I think that my story can definitely relate with a lot of people. And I find this is also going to make me sound bad and I don't mean for it to at all, but I find that a lot of people sometimes will look at me or like they'll look at my Instagram and you have this preconceived notion of who I am. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times what that assumption is couldn't be further from the truth. Like I have the biggest heart ever. I would give the shirt off my back to anybody. Um, Like I, I don't know, like there's just, I, I have a lot of love to give and I'm very lucky that I've been given the platform that I have because I find even for me, like, you know, moving around, I didn't have a lot of friends. Friends. I got bullied. I've been beat up. Like I've gone through terrible breakups and stuff 
on air. Um, like there's a lot of people that connect with that. And I, that's something that I really, really strive for is to just be very real and let people know that you're not alone and it's okay to be you and it's okay to mess up. And, you know, if you're struggling at all, here's the resources out. I've always, I say it all the time whenever we talk about mental health and stuff, cause I've had a lot of issues over the years too. Um, and I always say like, like my DMs are always open. If you are having a moment and you need somebody, I'm, I care. I don't know you, but I care about you. Mm -hmm. I value you. And like, I'm always here. And there's been a number of moments where, you know, I've had young girls text in, call in or whatever. And, and we end up striking these friendships out of it. And to me, I think that that's really beautiful. And I'm, I'm really grateful for that. There was actually a girl who her family had moved here from, I don't remember where, somewhere in Europe. <laughs> And uh, her mom had called in and she said that she listens to us every morning and she was having a really hard time making friends in school. And so we ended up calling her. Her name's also Jasmine. Um, <laughs> and uh, and her and I, we talk all the time on Instagram still. Like, yeah. how's school going? I sent her a big package for her birthday. We surprised her at her birthday. Um, yeah. Like, just uh, there's lots of things like that that I find are very humbling. And it's not... It's not moments like, cause you know, like there's people on like TikTok and stuff that are like, I'm going to give this unhomed person $20. Watch me do it. Yeah. It's not like that. Like, it's like, yeah. there's a lot of love behind what we do and we do what we do because we care about people. And it's just, you know, we want to be heard. Of course, there's some ego there, but more than anything, like we want to make people laugh and we yeah. just want to have fun. We want you to have a friend. Like I consider people that listen to us in the morning, like you're my friends, you're my homeboys. <laughs> like I get to hang out with you every single day. How cool yeah. is that? Like mm -hmm. you you may be talking to yourself in your car right now, but I'm talking to you. So um, a lot of that stuff I, I find truly more than anything. You know, I, I said how I was so honored to receive an award. I'm so honored to like have a billboard of my face on the city because like, Damn. 26 years old. That's pretty cool. That's so, impressive. That's impressive. <laughs> what did that feel like? Incredible. I think I might have cried just because it was something that I had really wanted. For, and like that's for me, that was like a very significant moment of I've yeah. made it. Like yeah. I, I've made it. I'm with a company that values my show enough that they want to spend all this money on putting like billboards up of us. Mm -hmm. Like that mm -hmm. is so cool. And it was also a really big F you to everybody that <laughs> like told me I couldn't do it. So I'm like, you. here you are driving to work, Boom. seeing this <laughs> in all of its Photoshop glory. Hmm. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. So that felt good too, yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I think truly the, to answer your question fully, which I already have like eight times, mm -hmm. but um, it's just that connection, that connection always is so special. Like even somebody could text in and just say, hey, that was really funny and it'll make my whole day. Yeah. Like I, I just, I value that so, so much. Are you aware of the impact that you make? Like Yes and no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's likely larger than, than how I picture it solely because like I'm just like an average girl. Yeah. I go home and like play Zelda for far longer <laughs> than I should and neglect doing the dishes sometimes. Um, and you know, I like for me, it's like, I'm just going to work and hanging out with my best friends every day. Like I don't necessarily picture it, but every once in a while you get those humbling stories of people where you really did make a big impact in their mm -hmm. life. Um, one thing I've always been really open about because it's changed my life. And I just, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't think that there should be like any stigma against anything. Like I'm like, whatever you have to do to be as confident and happy and great as you can be, you should absolutely do that. And why the hell is anybody judging you for it? Like I, it's, and so for me, you know, I've, I've been on antidepressants for quite some time. 
I also have fertility issues that I was diagnosed with at a really young age. And so that's been a struggle because I do really want to have a family. And then, but like, I've, I've had a lot of issues. And so like, even there's been times where I'll very casually, like Wheeler once was like, Hey, what's your morning schedule? I'm like, well, I wake up, pop an antidepressant, drink a coffee, go to work. I don't know. And like, for me, it's just like a casual thing, but even yeah. something so small like that, that is just like, nothing to me yeah. I've like I've had people text it and they'll be like oh I love that you just casually mentioned that like that is so important and I'm like yeah. well it's my life you know yeah. it's a lot of people's lives and there's nothing wrong with that so like yeah you should never feel ashamed for anything at all and so like that's really important to me too like just to connect on people because a lot of people don't talk about stuff like of that course, yeah. um and uh and I'm I'm very happy to give some of those things that are like personal passion projects some sort of an airspace right. and to have that impact on people it's it's like the smallest little thing like that can make somebody feel more normal than they did before they heard it mm -hmm. you know like oh you do that too cool yeah it's relatable yeah like that they feel like oh this is this is cool like or like this is what i also do so mm -hmm. i can relate to that and someone's presenting that to the world I'm having a water break. Go yeah, for it. go ahead. It's <laughs> <laughs> the, the best of the like, podcast, right? We go, we go a while. <laughs> it's different. You're, you're, you're living every kid's dream of being on the radio, right? And, and especially that, like, you're sharing these moments. Like, people are able to, like, for, for example, like, first thing you said, I was a loser in high school. Mm -hmm. So were we. Yeah, right? yeah. But you get to, you get to relate. Mm -hmm. And, like, I, I think that's amazing. Like, Thank bring you. that personality. So, like... I don't even know where I'm going with that. I question. mean it, by the way, too. Like yeah. I'm not just saying that. Like I was yeah, yeah. a loser yeah. in high school. How's like, it feel now, though? Yeah. I don't feel any different, to be honest. <laughs> I guess the difference is that I'm not forced to go to school anymore and yeah. deal with it. Now I can just be a loser at home watching Doctor <laughs> Phil. So. Great show. <laughs> it's 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 crazy what you have done and accomplished, and we want to give you your respect and oh, thank we you. respect what you do, um, yeah. especially being in the media world. We're not. <laughs> as invested as maybe you guys are but we respect what you guys do and thanks for coming on yeah, uh anything you want to share uh to the world like what is some advice like uh somebody who like wants to get into radio somebody right? who wants to get into radio um never ever ever take no for an answer oh. ever like you can take no for an answer but do things behind the scenes so that no doesn't end up being your answer mm -hmm. um more than anything truly I, I think that there's a lot of people and I, I know that COVID has also impacted that a lot um where people are kind of at a more disadvantageous stage in life at the moment uh you have like all these costs and all these things that make a lot of pursuing your passions and your dreams more difficult because they're a lot harder to access now than they were before and like my one thing and I say it to everybody all the time is just like stay hungry like always 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 stay as hungry as you possibly can and when you want something don't you dare let anybody take that from you because that can be yours and I'm living proof of that mm -hmm. like I had nothing growing up truly I didn't I had really good parents that loved me but like I, I feel like in, in many ways there were a lot of disadvantages that I had and somehow um, I've made it to where I am and, mm -hmm. and I never thought that I would be here and I just, I gosh, like I just, I have so many moments where I'm even just like in my car and I'm just like, wow. I am, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I have this. That's another thing too. Be, be grateful. Truly. Yeah, gratitude. <laughs> like always, that is going to take you farther than anything else. Like it, mm. there is such a big difference between pride and humility and like have a lot of humility. Be very, very grateful for what you have in your life and work hard and like 
-hmm. be happy about it, no matter where it takes you. And some journeys take longer than others, but uh, as long as you get to whatever your end goal is at some point in your life, you made it. All right. Let's go. I think it's a note. jazz snap. Yeah. No, it's, they do it in, what's it poetry. called? Poetry. When, oh. like, when somebody <laughs> says something where they go, or uh, slam poetry because they don't want to yes. clap. <laughs> they don't want to clap to like ruin it. So they go, oh, so. <laughs> that's when you know you, you said something meaningful. <laughs> so on this podcast, when we go like this. Well, I guess you guys will start hearing that on Monday morning. So <laughs> Dave will give a bad dad joke. He'll be like, what are you doing, Jazz? I'm going to be tuning in because I tune in every morning. Oh, yeah, thank you yeah, so much. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So if you haven't already, make sure to check out Jasmine. We'll tag them everything in the description below. We're live every Tuesday morning at 11.30 a.m. on the UMFM radio station. radio 101.5 FM. <laughs> Until next time, we're on all streaming platforms. So peace. Peace. Woo. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>